Welcome to the Christ Community Worship Service. Our in-person search services begin every Sunday at 11.15. We are located at 1281 Sheridan Street in the great city of Baldwin, Michigan. Now turn with me, please, to Psalms, the 40th Division of Psalms, and verse 5. While you're finding our scripture passage, let me say this. Jesus told his disciples to expect trials. He begins St. John 16 by stating, These things I have spoken to you so that you may be kept from stumbling. They will make you outcast from the synagogue. But an hour is coming for everyone who kills you to think that he is offering service to God. He ends that chapter in a similar vein in verse 33. These things I have spoken to you so that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take courage. I have overcome the world. Yet in spite of these words and many other similar scriptures, many profess to know Christ and get disorientated when we stumble and fall and so often turn away from God when we go through trials. If we're going to persevere with Christ, we must know in advance that there will be hard times. But no, rather than turning away from God, that he is with us. Now let's turn to our scripture passage as you stand. The 40th division of Psalms and verse 5. Many, Lord, my God, are the wonders you have done. The things you planned for us. None can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of his deeds, they would be too many to declare. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that your spirit, oh God, would anoint every word that has been prepared. Open the ears of those who hear. Bless, oh God, everyone within the sound of my voice. You know what they are in need of. Meet the need as they give their heart and life to you. Bless every baptismal candidate here today. This is a new path they are walking on. And we thank you for your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. Verse 5b, were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. Take your neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor. It's too wide to hide. Take your other neighbor by the hand and say, neighbor. It's too wide to hide. God bless you. Hallelujah. You may be seated. In our text this morning, David honestly surveys the years that have gone by. He is honest with himself as he looks at the man in the mirror. David sees his sins and the sorrows in his past and decides that his sins are too many to count. But as David looks back at his life, sin and sorrow 
saw is not all that he can see. Our text declares, you have multiplied, oh Lord our God, your wondrous deeds towards us. What are we trying to say? Beloved, God has blessed every sorrow so that even our sorrows in the hands of God have become a ministry of mercy. How do the sorrows in our past end up being overcome with mercy? When you experience them in the present, give your mess to God right then and there. And then a minute later, it's going to be in your past and God is already in it. Throughout the Psalms, the phrase wondrous deeds refers to the works of God in creation and redemption. God has multiplied such marvels in the past, not only toward David, but toward all of God's people, our past. If we are in Christ, and right now you are in Christ, because you just received him and he just received you. If you are in Christ, that's not our story of sin and sorrow, but rather our past is made up by the wonders of God who forgives our sins and heals our sorrows. We should not be surprised when we look back at our past and we struggle to see how God was with us through all of our struggles. Another psalmist would pray, open my eyes that I may behold the wondrous things out of your law. Only the Holy Spirit can reveal God's wonders to us, whether in the pages of the Bible or the pages of our past. The Spirit does open our eyes to see God's mercy was involved in every line of our story. When we look back, we know that it was God that got us over. Consider then the wonders that God has wrought in your past. Wonders that David could only have dreamed of. His mercy is too wide to hide. Perhaps when you look back, all you see is sin. You know what David means when he says, my iniquities have overtaken me and I cannot because they are many they are more than the hairs on my head but beloved keep looking if you belong to Jesus then God has not withheld his mercy from you God saw you in your valley of destruction as you were sinking down by the weight of your own sin he bent down his ear to you. He placed his arm beneath you. He set your feet on the rock of his son, Jesus Christ. He put a new song in your mouth, a song of redemption that the angels cannot sing because he brought you out of the muck and the mire. He loved you. He gave himself for you. God's mercy is enough 
for all of your sins. Hallelujah. The mercy of God is one of the most precious realities in the world. One of the most revealing themes in all of the Bible. And one of the most tragically misunderstood truths about God. If you want to know who God really is. If you want a peek into God's heart. It is not some display of cosmic power. That we should be looking for. God is not mad at you. You could never earn his love or his redemption God is a merciful God and he created you and he loves you with an everlasting love he does not give you wrath and punishment and condemnation God gives you love and mercy God's mercy not only shows us who he is but also tells us something about ourselves that we have been shown mercy means only that we just didn't deserve his mercy that's why they calling it mercy that we didn't deserve his grace that we deserved his punishment we deserved his wrath but the lord god had mercy on us by our rights we should be under impending wrath like all all mankind but for the tender mercy of God he we he set his eye on us his mercy is too wide to hide whatever affliction is in your past Maybe you've got a problem on your job. Maybe you've lost a loved one. Maybe you are suffering with pain. Whatever your affliction is that is behind you, there is a sea of mercy that is behind you as well, which is too wide to hide. If you have God in your affliction, your burden is only a bucket in an ocean now. To say that your burden is but a bucket does not minimize your pain. No, as we all know, even a pail full of water can be disoriented. And life going through storms can make our bucket feel like the whole ocean or river because we get overwhelmed with our problems. But see beyond your problems. Keep looking and know that you are in in Christ and draw near to God whatever your sadness whatever you're going through know that God has seen and grabbed every tear that you have shed he has blessed your sorrow because in his hands your sorrow becomes a ministry of mercy in the present when you give God your problem in the present so that in your past, God is in your past. He will make that problem a ministry. Ah, you wonder what God is doing. He is refining the ministry in 
you. Everyone here has a unique ministry. We, we, we do not want to diminish your suffering. We do not want to diminish the pain that you are going through, but put it in proper perspective and compare it to the reality of God's mercy uh, and anything we experience. Uh, the pain and suffering that we go through will distort our view so much that we cannot see God's mercy. Uh, but get in your mind and ask the Holy Spirit to open your eyes so that you can see his mercy and know that his mercy hallelujah is greater than anything that is in your past no matter what is in your past his grace and his mercy is greater still we find ourselves rehearsing the past and developing a heart that is back getting hard and full of bitterness. But we must tell ourselves the rest of the story. God has forgiven us. Jesus Christ has redeemed us. And my past is full of his wondrous deeds of redemption. Do not miss the footsteps of mercy, uh, amen, that overshadows the shadows in your past. So we are walking away from our past. We go down, amen, that's our past. We go down in the water and then we come up a brand new person by faith. But how? Do we move forward? My sins are in that watery grave. But how do I move forward? Verse 5 says in our text, You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your thoughts for us. The word thoughts here is the same word that's translated elsewhere, elsewhere as plans. Oh yeah, we love to quote Jeremiah 29 and 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, amen, to prosper you and not harm you. When God multiplies his plans towards us, he is multiplying merciful plans towards us. In other words, God's got a great plan for your life. God's plan is better than your plan. Amen. Your plan doesn't have any trouble. Your plan for you don't have no trials and tribulation and no suffering, but the plans that God ordains for you to go through is going to grow your faith, is going to grow your testimony. He says, I have multiple plans for you. Don't give up for what you're going through right now. Don't give up because of the plain pain that you're going through right now. God is going to use it and you in ministry. 
There are unfold dimensions of his love and his kindness. He is adding an installment in your life every day. If you would just look to him and pray. Great is his faithfulness. His mercy is new every day. They are more than you can even testify about. God has a merciful plan for you and it is good. Remember that if you've got to go through some dark days, that his mercy is greater than the darkness, that his mercy is greater than your pain. And you can testify, God is greater than my pain. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Whatever else you see, when you look ahead, know that God's mercies are multiplied in your future. He's got a great future for you. Don't give up. You might be in a dead-end job that you cannot escape. In other words, you got to get up and go to, my, go to work every day. You might have children that are working your nerves. Know that God is going to put a new song in your heart. Know that God sees you. Know that God hears you. Know that God has plans for you. Don't look at the lingering wreckage of your sin. Amen. Know that God has cleaned you up and made you brand new. No matter what you see, that's what you testify. His love is faithful. The future, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but I know who holds my hand. And I know he's got a great plan for me. Hallelujah. The past and the future belong to God. But most importantly, you belong to him. Thank you, Jesus. He was with us on every page of our path. And his mercy is too wide to hide. If you have not received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, we invite you to receive him now. Pray this prayer with me, all of those that are within the sound of my voice. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I have done many things that don't please you. I have lived my life for myself only. I'm sorry and I repent. I ask you to forgive me. I believe that you died on the cross for me to save me. You did what I could not do for myself. I come to you now and ask you to take control of my life. I give it to you from this day forward. Help me to live every day in a way that pleases you. If you prayed that simple prayer with me, please call me at 231-349-1046 so I can pray with you and explain to you the first steps of salvation. God bless